The challenge that I would like us all to take on for the month of September. Happy September 1st, by the way. Happy September 1st. First day of a new month. The challenge that I would like all of us to take on this month is starting right now at this moment in time, say out loud that this is going to be an amazing month. It's going to be a productive month. It's going to be a balanced month with, with family life and fun Ooh, and like socializing mm -hmm. because it's so easy to, you know, people talk about the Sunday scaries or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to be like, Oh, another week. Oh, oh, it's Monday. Oh, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that, that drags you down because you're setting yourself up for it to be, ugh. We all have the power to control our mindset by the words that we use. I did something. I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram, Jeff, but I did something this week that I was like, actually, this is small, but I think it makes a difference. I set my alarm to get up in the morning with, and I changed the name from like, you know, the standard iPhone one just says alarm. Alarm and I one, changed alarm it two, alarm to three. Time for a great day. And then some other, another one that was profanity loose. So I can't say it on the show, but basically it was like words of encouragement to myself. Yeah. And I got to say, it's nice. It's so small. But the little mind, the little mind shift tweak is incredibly nice. Yeah. And so that's, that's pleasant. That's my, my challenge for every one of us going into a brand new month. And you know what? And, comes and the last, and just so we can all get this out of the way, it's the last third of the year, 2021. And it's exactly one month until we do our October Lucians yep. for next year, yep. which I love. I love October Lucians because it feels like empowering and, you know, we're starting the new year off early. If you're new to the show and October Lucian is basically a new year's resolution that we all make. Like, I mean, you make your own, but as a community, we all decide to make our New Year's resolutions on October 1st rather than January 1st. And it's pretty self selfish, actually. We just want to get ahead of, of all the New Year's resolution people. Yeah. And there's less stress. What's going on in September, October that's going to... We have three months to yes. work on creating some sort of pattern. So when someone says to you the first week of January, oh man, are you sticking to your New Year's resolutions? You can be like, yep, super easy, old news, I got it. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for windshield wipers. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the way wind feels on my face. I love that feeling. Also, you look like Dr. Evil right now. Why do I look like Dr. Evil? Because Jeff is sitting in his, on the couch, which he records from, and Lily curls up next to him for every single show. I think she's done it since we moved in this house. She's our assistant producer. She is. She is producer pot cake. And Jeff just during the show mindlessly plays with her ears. Oh, so I'm, I look Dr. Evilish mm -hmm. with the cat. Uh, I 
we I had something else written down here to start the show, and I stumbled across a Supreme Court Cali opportunity that's too good to pass up. I don't have your music yet. I don't even have your gavel yet. It's on my to-do list, but I would like to do a Supreme Court Cali with with none of of those accoutrements that I promised I am really excited about this. I was excited the first time you pitched it, and now I'm even (laughs) more excited because my dad really likes the segment. Yeah. And, you know, I just feel like my dad is... Well, he's, he's not a harsh critic, but he's like... When he really likes stuff, he really likes it. So. Well, it was a no-brainer that he would like this. He's he's a lawyer, lawyer. by trade, yeah. and so this is, you know, whatever. And he was giving he was giving me advice for how to how to respond to this challenge that Jeff Dollar has laid before me. And I think based on some of the stuff he said, and then just thinking about it, I think the evolution of this obviously is to get you your music and get you your gavel. Yes, but beyond that, I think you deliver your opinion or your ruling or whatever it's called based on the scenario that I share with you Mm -hmm. and you deliver your ruling. If somebody is listening and they disagree, they can call us and they, they can leave a dissenting opinion. Okay. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that, isn't that how they do it on the Supreme court? No clue, but it sounds official and I like it. Let's just say it is. All right. Perfect. So I, I have no idea what the source of this this issue was because it was actually on one of the radio show prep websites that I still look at from time to time. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is good. And it's a woman asking if it is acceptable for her. The, The question that she is posing to the court is, can I refuse to let my 12 year old daughter be alone with my mother-in-law, her grandmother, because I don't trust my mother-in-law. That's the question in front of the court. So your ruling will be, yes, you are justified. Your daughter should not be alone with your mother-in-law or no, you're overreacting. Of course, she can be alone with the mother-in-law. It's not you're overreacting, okay? Okay. Here's the scenario, the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. My 12-year-old, and you're going to relate to this because I believe you're going to be impressed. This is similar to a storyline on Friends. Oh, good. Okay. My 12-year-old daughter has been asking to get her ears pierced for a year, and I told her that she can do it when she's 13. My husband's mother took her to get her ears pierced, and I am beyond angry. I blew up at my mother-in-law. And my husband, because he was defending her. They both say I'm being unreasonable and making too big a deal out of it, but I can't seem to let it go. This moment, this ear piercing moment was supposed to be mine with my daughter. How can I ever trust my mother-in-law again? She knew what the rule was and took her anyway. Am I being a baby? And just imagine in your head right now that there's music playing here that's like very judicial. The People's Court theme. Dum, dum. Oh, yeah. That's what it should be, People's Court. I love that show. Dum, dum. Based on the information given to me on this 1st of September 2021, the court rules that 
it's her daughter and she can do whatever she wants. And that is total BS. On a personal note, because I so, feel like judges do that sometimes. Like you do where they're like, on well, a personal hold on. note. Can I ask for clarity on your ruling? Yeah. The question is, should her question, her specific question is, do I not allow my daughter to hang out with alone with her grandmother? Because grandma knew the rule, knew that it was 13. Yeah, I think that's totally acceptable. It's called boundaries. Okay. Yes. I'm a firm believer in boundaries. Can I, can I offer a thought? Is the, are you trying to sway the judge right now? No, I'm not. I'm just, I will charge you with whatever that is. It's different. Like, it's not like the kid was two years old. The kid was, I don't care. That's a, no, 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 no. That's a moment. Okay. And on a, so the, so the problem isn't, sorry for interrupting. I just want to make sure I'm clear. So the problem isn't even if the 12 year old said to mother-in-law, yeah, it's okay. Mom said it's okay. She said, I can do it now. If the 12 year old totally snowed grandma, which I don't think is the case, but if she did, grandma still should have reached out to mom and said, Hey, are you cool if I do this? That is correct. Uh, because it's a mother and daughter moment. Now, that is correct. Okay. Um, I, on a personal note, I think that a problem here that I see is that the husband did not have her back with the mother-in-law. Now I will say I would never lose my stuff with your parents. I just wouldn't just as I don't think that you would ever lose your stuff on my parents. I think that it is screwed up twofold. One, that she lost it on her mother-in-law totally. And number two, that when she lost it on her husband, he didn't back her up. Because in my opinion, marriage comes first. And if I have an issue with your family or you have an issue with mine, like it's up for me to figure out what's upsetting you and deal with it with my family. Or it's up to you to figure out what I'm upset about and address it with your family. Isn't it a situation like, let's say... Husband thought wife was being unreasonable and it was his mom that was the focal point, right? In mm -hmm. this scenario, the husband still has to get the wife's back, back publicly yes. and then he can pull her into the, you know, right, but guest, I don't guest think bathroom and then through gritted teeth go, what are you doing? You're being crazy. But in front of everybody else. You're a duo. You are two people with one mind. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, in my opinion with marriage, when you marry someone that becomes the central relationship and the number one thing. So you kind of like, I know there's a lot of symbolism of like leaving your family or whatever. And it's not that I don't love my parents, love my family or respect them, but you and I are married and that comes first. So even if I thought you were being unreasonable about something or you thought I was being unreasonable, like we are a unit and you would handle it with your family. I would figure out how to handle it with mine. She shouldn't have lost it on her mother-in-law, but her husband should absolutely have a problem with it and absolutely tell his mom that it is completely inappropriate. And if he didn't even, and if he didn't have a problem with it, he should still support his wife having a problem with it. Yeah. Because even if I, right, I got it. Yeah. Cause you and I have a thing where it's like, if something bugs the other one, you know, yeah. we say it and then it's no questions asked. Like, I'm not going to talk you out of how you feel. Cause that's a feeling. Yeah. So, well, I'm just going to go on the record right now and say that if your mom takes Ellie to get her first tattoo, I'm going to be really <laughs> super upset about that. I think you can, uh, safely, uh, rest knowing that my parents will never be taking 
Ellie James Dollar to get a tattoo of any sort. Next time Supreme Court Cali happens, I promise I'll have some good courtroom music and some and a gavel for you. Okay, thank you. Because I feel like that really that'll enhance it. Makes it makes a difference. Yep. I have a weird insecurity right now. And I think it's coming from the fact that a couple of months ago I said that I was done not trusting my gut and my instincts. And recently we've made a lot of really big business decisions for my business with Jeff. And we've been interfacing a lot more interfacing. Who am I? Look who just jumped into the corporate world. Um, we've been, I'm going to, I'm going to circle back on this after I interface with oh my, my team. Gosh, that was bad. I can't believe I just said that. Um, I feel like we are interacting more with clients and I definitely am because like over maternity leave, I wasn't as much, but now, now I'm back in the fold and I feel like I don't, I f am paranoid that I am the person in our business that people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife works for him, but like not, I mean, just because like she. Where does that come from? I don't know. I'm just so insecure. Like I'm going, I'm backpedaling. Like we hired someone new. And when I talked to her, I found myself saying yesterday, well, what did Jeff say? Like why? Like I have an opinion and whatever. And then I feel like with advice and things like that. Like I give you a lot of thoughts and then you are really good at delivering them to our clients and stuff like that. But I feel like I don't know that our clients see my value in this business and I'm really paranoid about it. If you are an investor and you have, and you're, and we've have come to you and asked for money and like I'm talking about in the future, right? So if you're a future investor and you're listening to episodes of The Upside to decide whether it's worthy, here's what you've heard over the past couple months. One, Jeff is by default the person who talks to everybody because Callie has an insecurity about communicating. And by his own admission, Jeff is terrible at explaining things. <laughs> so go ahead and cancel. You can change your number. We won't ask you for any more money. Goodbye, investor person. But what do what value to I bring, do I bring to our clients in your opinion? That's what you do. You are better talking to people and keeping people organized and keeping the 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 ship moving through the. But do you think our clients see me in that? Yes. Role? I don't know where your paranoia okay. comes from. Okay. It's do you? I think it's one of those things that get it gets into your head when you're on a call or something, cause you've said it to me after calls, you're like, why was I even on that call? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that at one point, like it gets in your head and I will tell you, it, you have to nip it in the bud because it will get really bad. And I'll tell you years and 20 years, way back at the beginning of my radio career, I, the show that I was on started working with a consultant. And this guy kept popping back up in my life at different times, different shows, different radio stations. There's a really, there's a small network of consultants that work with shows that are similar to the ones that I've been on. Mm -hmm. So this guy would every few years pop back up. I would see him at conventions or whatever. And somehow it got in my head that he, it's not that he didn't like me. It's that he didn't value anything that I said. And it became so bad, I was convinced this sounds so nuts to say out loud, but I was convinced 
that there was something with his hearing and my voice where he physically couldn't hear words I was saying. Like we would be in group meetings and I would say, what if we did that in September? And he wouldn't even acknowledge it. Looking back, that's ridiculous. And it's it was some sort of, but at some point, I just thought, he doesn't care for what I'm saying. But I, so if you're like. So say, so get out of whatever loop you're in right now of insecurity, get out of it now because you start thinking crazy thoughts if it keeps going. So you don't think that, um, you don't think that I need to feel insecure no. about, okay. Because I. I just, my repetitive thought circling my head is like, well, what, what does she know? Like you have 25 years of broadcasting experience. You know what you're talking about. What do I know? You used to negotiate million dollar contracts for, for rock and roll concerts. Like, you know, more than me about doing stuff like that. Hmm. Like you would have no problem getting on the phone with a venue saying, Hey, if you want us to do that, you have to pay us an extra $100,000 because that's our standard fee or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, you only have. I love that the number you pull out is $100,000. I don't know what it is, but like, hey, you you have the doors opening at 5 and we don't sound check until 6.15, so you can't open doors till 6.30 or whatever. Like you would have no problem calling up right. th- people. right. Who are who've been doing this for a hundred years and saying whatever? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You got to shake it though before the weird. I'm deaf to that. That person is deaf to my the sound of my voice thing creeps in because it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy talk. Good luck with it. I um was that the end of it? I feel like I just dismissed it. <laughs> no, I Good don't think you it. dismissed it. Um, I just don't know what to tell you other than stop it. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense though. I mean, it's a new role, right? Yeah. I, I, I would, I look forward to the day where I no longer feel like an intern and I'm 35 years old and I haven't been an intern in 15 years and I'm just so ready to get out of that headspace. I wonder if I'll ever get out of that. Do you ever feel that way at your full-time job, at your proper job, whatever it's called at your. Feel like an intern. Yeah. Do you ever feel insecure speaking up at that job the way you do? Yes, I do. But only because I feel like my title, every time I'm at work and I have to either correct someone on something or whatever, all I can think about is you're at the bottom of this totem pole. Why are you verbalizing this? Got it. So, yes. Yes, I do that in many aspects of my life. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Sorry. Continue. Uh, I got an Instagram message from a guy named Patrick and I want to say thank you, Patrick, for sending this because it opened my eyes to something that could be of such great service to someone listening right now. Okay. He, I guess in the past couple of days, I can't remember. I, I think we were talking about supply chains and Oh, I was talking about the pins coming in from China and how they're sitting and you were talking about some friends you had and all this stuff. So he was talking about that because he works in logistics and he made a really, really terrific observation. He said that the employees right now 
are in control. It's not the employers. It's the employees are in control because of the of the shift over the past couple of years in in the just in the world, the way mm-hmm. things are structured, right? So that's why when you go to a restaurant, it takes longer to get your food because they don't have enough employees. I have friends who own restaurants. One guy's down like 15 servers. Yeah. You know, normally he has 40, he has 25. He has whole sections of his restaurant that have that he's closed off because he just doesn't have the staff to properly take care of them. So the power is in the employee. And this guy, Patrick, pointed something out. He said, if you have been thinking about making a career move and there is a job, your dream job, and you don't think you're qualified for it, go for it anyways. Oh, I like that. Because people, I don't, he didn't use the word desperate, so I'm not going to, but I don't know what else to say here. People are eager. Mm-hmm. People are eager to find bodies to put into roles. So if there's a promotion you've wanted, if there's another job you've wanted, if you wanted to make a, a leap to a different industry or a different career track, or you want to try something new, if you've been a part-time employee and you're ready to jump into full-time, now is the time because employers have lowered the barrier of entry a little bit because they just need people. Now is your time to get into that new opportunity and prove yourself. Well, that, and I don't know like what it was like before for a lot of companies. I don't even know if it's lowering the barrier so much as it is there aren't as many people applying. So there's right. not as much competition. Yeah. Not necessarily like, oh, you're not, you know. But, but if you have, for all of your life, if you've worked in hospitality and you've been like a hotel manager or a catering shift supervisor or um, a front of house person at a restaurant, for example, right? And mm-hmm. that's all you've done. And you're like, gosh, this is great. But I think I should work in graphic design. Like I'm really good at it. Yeah. I took a couple courses in college, but it's not my degree or whatever. Look for graphic design gigs and you might be able to get that job on your abilities rather than your resume. Whereas before they would have looked at your resume and been like, dude, you're a hotel manager. Right. What does this have to do with graphic design? Right. Now they'll be like, well, design something for us. And if it's good, they'll be like, cool. Hired. Can, can you be here in a half hour? Yeah. So thank you, Patrick, for that that observation. There's your employment upside. Policy Genius is America's leading online insurance marketplace. Their mission to help people get insurance right by making it easy to understand options, compare quotes, and buy a policy all in one place. And right now, they are ready to help you. You can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. You can save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. They make it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. And eligible applicants are going to get covered in as little as a week thanks to an award-winning policy option that swaps the standard medical exam requirement for a simple phone call. This exclusive policy was recently rated number one by Forbes Advisor. You can get started with Policy Genius right now by going to policygenius.com. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. 
We're about to be walking into fall, and that means we're headed straight to the season of getting cozy, and I am here for it. Imagine the softest thing you've ever felt. Now imagine the same thing on your butt. You're now thinking about Me Undies. They're designed by the country's top softness scientists to be the softest thing you've ever worn period. From undies to loungewear, their fabrics are breathable, light, and almost irresponsibly cozy. No, seriously, you might not be able to stop lounging on the couch. It's a problem. You've been warmed. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL in a variety of classic colors and iconic prints, Me Undies will have your back and your butt all fall long. Me Undies has a ton of styles and prints to choose from, and the underwear is so comfortable. The hipster style has become a go to for me, and you know me, I love the classic solids. Me Undies has a great offer for upside listeners. For any first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. Me Undies also has their problem free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it, no caveats, no questions. To get 15% off your order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash upside. That's meundies.com slash upside. Imagine you're just hanging out, browsing your favorite website. You see something that you want to buy, click on it, put it in your cart. You go to checkout and there's the box that taunts you. It's just promo code, a coupon code, something like that. But it's something that you know, if you had that magic information, you're going to get a discount. Honey solves that problem for you. When you have Honey installed on your system, they scour the internet for those promo codes and coupon codes and save you money automatically. It's fantastic. I've saved so much money buying gear for our studio. You can buy whatever you want and save money on that as well. If you don't already have Honey, you could straight up be missing out on free savings. It's free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you're going to be supporting this podcast, but you're going to be doing yourself a huge favor. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash upside. That's joinhoney.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day is... Remember that sometimes not getting what you want is a wonderful stroke of luck. Okay, here are my three random things for today. Brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, number one, Callie, I um, pulled this one off the internet just for us because I think, well, Callie thinks more than I do, that Ellie has two more teeth coming in mm-hmm. and she has been a drool machine. She's right. she's just soggy. She is <laughs> she just is. She she's is just, damp. She is <laughs> like like the other day I picked her up and and like her bib I probably could have wrung it out. Yeah, it's it's pretty nasty. She yeah, she nasty. So, uh National Geographic's Kids magazine pointed this out. The average human in their lifetime from the time of birth to the time they put them in the ground will produce 25,000 quarts of saliva which is enough to fill two swimming pools. That's disgusting. Ellie may have done that over the weekend. Yeah. That much. She might be done for her whole life. Uh, Number two, the most efficient way to reduce stress quickly is a 20 to 30 minute walk outside. They are measuring the level of cortisol. Is that, am I saying that right? Cortisol? I think so. In the body. And that's the stress hormone. And- um, the thing that drops that stress hormone 
the most is actually being outside uh, with like staying off your phone and just going for a 20 minute walk. That's it. Sunshine, little vitamin D. And finally, my third random thing, only 49% of people believe that love at first sight is possible. Yeah, I don't buy into that at all. Well, then you fall into the category of 29% believe, do not believe love at first sight is possible. So apparently about 50% say yes, about 30% say it's not even possible. And then 20% are like, yeah, maybe. I mean, I think you could be attracted to someone at first sight and then things can evolve from there. But love, nope. Nope. How can you love someone you know nothing about? Those are my three random things. Wow, I sounded really cynical, but it's <laughs> it's true. I just think, you know, I don't know. I, d- I do think- I'm not sorry though, because I, I do believe that. Can I tell you, um, I wish I saved, this is the only thing I hate about TikTok. I look at TikTok, like at the end of the day, when all of my work is done, I usually have a giant glass of water before bed. And while I'm drinking it, I look at TikTok. And once you swipe past something, it's gone for, you can never find it again, which annoys me about TikTok. But there was a video of a woman's marriage proposal and the guy, they're like out on a beach, super romantic setting. And the guy puts headphones on her that obviously Bluetooth connected to his phone and he hands her his phone and on the phone is a video that he recorded after their first date where he said, I just went out on a date with a girl named Elise. And if I don't marry her, I'm going to compare everybody in the future to her. That's so cute. Now that's, I was like, Oh my God, this, this is the way my brain works. I'm like, unbelievable. And now it's a year and a half later. And, and she realized she's like, Oh my gosh, like he was filming her watching the video. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh my gosh, this is my marriage proposal. And he knew it after our first date. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what if like a year after they're married, she's deleting stuff off their now joint cloud account and sees that after every date he went on, he recorded that same exact video. Yeah, that'd be funny. Just but you case. are such a cynic. Yeah. But anyways, I was like, oh my gosh, that maybe that was love at first sight. Have but. I got something to tell you? I, okay. Remember last week how we were talking about our neighbor across the street that is involved in some sort of like beekeeping activity? Um, she makes it sound so shady. He's involved. Well, He's- we don't know. Cause we're like, does he even live there? Like the, the shades are always down. Like, you know, I think you made some sort of reference. Like what if it's. Uh, I don't know what you said. It was crazy. He's got he's got some underground honey trade going. He doesn't want Big B to find out that he exists. So he's just keeping a low profile I mean, in an apartment in Sandy Springs, him and his bees. You don't know. We don't know. But we've been like, I wouldn't say, we're definitely not spying on him, but we are very curious, right, about him, about the beekeeper and Uncle Smokey, um, which is, you know, still such a good band name, reversed, Uncle Smokey and the beekeeper. Anyways, I was texting with the beekeeper. How did you find the beekeeper? I found the beekeeper through, well, I'll tell you later. Here's the thing. I found out what exactly it is that he's doing. And I am trying to 
persuade him to come on our show and talk to us about it because I find it just, we just need to know. We need to know. Not only do I know, but like everyone needs to know. Is it shady? Like when you say you have to persuade him, is there shadiness going on? Is there is there an illicit honey trade that we need to know about? Or is it legit or? I feel like it's going to make your whole week. In a good- that's all That's all I'm going to say mm-hmm. about it. And I'm going to, I'm supposed to talk to him tonight to see if he'll come on the show, but I did get his number and we've been texting back and forth and there's a great story. So hopefully I will be recording with him in the next couple of days, but I, you know, we should do this with every single neighbor that we've like curated. That's a whole podcast in my opinion is just, um, who's my neighbor. And then you, talk about your assumptions, like uncle Smokey across the street. Yeah. We talk about what he's like. Then we go over and be like, Hey, what's your story? What's your story? And we get him on the show and then we interview him and we learn all about him and just see what comes from that. I think it's brilliant. If I ever see him, uncle Smokey, I have decided because I see him so much that if I'm ever on that side of the street, like walking Ellie or something and he's out, I'm going to yell up and ask him his name. Just be like, Hey, Hey man, this is Ellie. I'm Jeff. Waving for a year now. Yeah, because I feel rude not knowing his name. We're that close. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. You can call us anytime about anything. 800 434 5454 We love your messages, and your feedback helps us create the best show for you. There was a time, Callie, that you would hit up your friend Chrissy, who has teenage sons, Mm -hmm. to stay on top of, like... The the, lingo. The Gen Z lingo. Is that how old he would be? Is he Gen Z? I don't know. But he's... If he's not Gen Z, he definitely knows the lingo. So, yes. I would periodically get texts from Chrissy letting me know what the cool kids are saying these right. days. Uh, have you gotten that gotten updated lately? Because I would like to throw some words your way to see if you can speak the language. No, but go for it. Language of the youth. Okay. Uh, language of the youth. <laughs> okay, this one is going to sound easy, but the definition has changed in re- recent months. Okay. Bestie. It's not best friend. It used to be best friend, but it is expanded on. It is expanded thanks to a TikToker. Okay. I don't know. Bestie is any person that you are talking to. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. Got it. So it's now gone from like, I'm I'm talking about my best friend, that a lot of TikTok users, a lot of social media users are saying, hey, besties, check out my new outfits from- I think that's cute. Yeah, okay. this one I don't think is new, but maybe it's making a comeback. And I, d- I definitely think you'll know this one. Rent free. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's been around. Living rent free in my head. Do you want to define it? Um, that's one of those phrases that I feel like is really hard to describe. Like there. It basically means something that you can't get off your mind that's bothering you. So it's living in your head rent free. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, next one, sus. Suspect. Correct. Suspicious. Somebody's being sneaky or shady. Yeah. Like, that's the, sus. The beekeeper. 
He's sus. Yeah. Is it a he? Did you say he? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeet. Y-E-E-T. Yeet. Is it like... <laughs> is it like neat? No. Uh, kind of. It's a term to express excitement. So... An older person might go, that's neat. Younger person would just go, yeet. Interesting, so to, okay. To use it in a sentence, you got a new Instagram follower? Yeet. And then finally, sheesh. That's not the same sheesh that we use. Sheesh. No, sheesh. I don't know. And I think you can even elongate the ee part of it. Sheesh. No clue. It's coming in. It could be the new yeet, uh, but you use it to describe someone else's actions. Uh, it's in response to an accomplishment or a way to hype up their friends. Like, oh my gosh, you got that promotion at Old Navy. You got, you're getting a pay raise. Sheesh. Lily does not like <laughs> Lily that Lily does one. not like that word. Sheesh. Hey guys, yeah, Jeff, if you were not diluting it with water, you're essentially making cold brew concentrate. So you have to dilute it and you can't just drink it straight out of the pot. Um, so cut it with water. Um, how much water you add really just depends on your taste. I usually do about 50 50. Uh, hope that helps. Skincare can be incredibly overwhelming and confusing because there are so many options out there. For years, I was super insecure about my face because I had discoloration all over my forehead, like this brown, um, like discoloration. And believe me, I tried everything. Lasers, the works. The only thing that ultimately was able to get rid of the discoloration on my face was prescription medication. Last year, I signed up for a positive a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne and other skin concerns like mine. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan just for you. I went to Apostrophe's website and took their online quiz about my skin. I uploaded a few photos of my problem areas, and the next day I woke up with a message from a dermatologist with a prescription and an option to purchase my medication. It was that easy. I'm still using my prescription and my skin looks better every week. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use our code upside. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. Then use our code upside at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash upside and use the code upside to get your dermatology visit it and save $15. We thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this podcast. What's up, people? You know I love you, but Mr. Jeffrey Dollar, I'm calling about the Apostrophe spot where you talk about these new medications. Yeah, I, I know sometimes times get twisted, but yeah, you let that one go. Keep it up. Love the show. Love you guys. Hug Ellie real tight. I'll let you later. Good morning. I'm listening to Tuesday's episode, and you guys are talking about the supply chain and, and things that have been impacted, like the cold brew because of COVID. And I thought it might be an interesting segment to have people call in and talk about things that they have found or things that they can't find anymore, rather. Um, 
one thing that I cannot find anywhere is Beef Bouillon Cubes by the Knorr brand, K-N-O-R-R. I have looked at so many stores. There's, there's just none. Um, and then last year, it was the Taco Bell Hot Pop. I was the one that had called about that. That's luckily, we're good now. That's back in stock. But um, I just thought it'd be interesting to hear what other people have noticed has been affected by COVID. Anyways, bye. So I didn't realize I was listening to the episodes out of order, but just wanted to put my two cents in, even though I'm probably late to the party, giving one-year-old party advice. Um, But, yeah, I knew after going so above and beyond when I threw my niece's birthday party 10 years prior that the kids don't, like, remember anything. Um, It's totally about the parents. So little two words of advice. If you're going to do a smash cake or whatever, there's a good chance that the singing is actually going to scare Ellie. So the fewer people singing to her at once, I think the better. Um, And, yeah, the bigger birthday parties, because they are stressful, not that we're going to have a huge amount of people, but they're better when they can actually give an opinion and say Paw Patrol or Princess or Rainbows or whatever. So do whatever is going to make it where you guys are actually enjoying the meal and the wine uh, at the party. That's just my opinion. (laughs) Love you all. Bye. Hey, this is Lori from Sonoya, and I'm sorry that I'm probably a month and a half or so behind and I'm catching up, but I was just listening to the episode where you were talking about good karma and you wanted to hear about anybody that, you know, felt that they did some good karma and good things came back to them. Well, that was me. We, My husband and I just went down to... Um, Biloxi about a week ago and at the end of the night you cash out and the machines um, the uh, ATM machines where you cash out doesn't ever give you coins so you always end up with a ticket of you know 47 cents 69 cents something like that and every time I would get one of those tickets I would take one of those and I'd look for a machine that's not being played and I would just kind of lay it down there for the next person that comes along so they find it it's just sort of like a little easter egg Um, and up until this point we were not winning big not losing big just kind of hanging in there about even well after we started leaving these easter eggs around on various slot machines we started winning. My husband came home with like $1,300 as a winner, and I think that I was up $300. I totally feel like that was good karma. Anyways, uh, love you guys. Love your show, and we'll talk to you soon. I was feeling like some of y'all out there, you got dreams, but you're feeling like you just don't believe in yourself. Well, honey, if you don't believe in you, it's going to be so hard for other folks to believe in you. So you know what I want you to do today? I want you to start telling yourself that you can do anything you put your mind to. You got some books to write. You got some songs to sing. You got some inventions to invent. (laughs) You going out there and have yourself a good day. I believe in you.